I'm Richard Sargent, and this is Faith in Action, a podcast about how faith affects the way we live and work today. Hello. Retirement, for some of us, feels a long way off, not just in time, but as a state. How will it feel? The sense that one day we will retire to step back, retreat from life? Will it be a, a deprivation or a relief? And given that we may now have about 20 years of, of good health to enjoy retirement, is it in fact, not an opportunity to rest in peace, but rather to do all of the things that working life held us back from doing. What happens to our faith in retirement? And does being closer to death mean being closer to God? To explore faith in retirement, I'm delighted to welcome Sir William Fittle, who is retired. Uh, William, welcome. How would you describe your fascinating life up until retirement? Well, Richard, I think I'd just like to start by saying that retirement doesn't mean uh, retreating from life. Um, I see retirement as um, stepping back from uh, full-time executive work, and that's something that I did um, about two and a half years ago. Uh, what did I do before that? Well, um, I uh, worked um, for 40 years full-time. Um, the first two-thirds of that was uh, in Whitehall as a, a civil servant. I did quite a lot of conventional uh, civil service jobs, private secretary to various ministers. Uh, I worked in the Home Office, Northern Ireland Office, um, the Cabinet Office, supporting the Joint Intelligence Committee for a period in the 90s. Um, I was very involved in uh, various phases of the Northern Ireland uh, peace process, and obviously very involved in policing and justice and security issues in the Home Office. Uh, but then in 2002, I went to work for the Church of England um, at Church House Westminster. I was the Secretary General for uh, the General Synod and uh, the House of Bishops and the Archbishop's Council. I suppose it would be true to say that um, retirement has been a much more uh, clear-cut um, change mm -hmm. um, than perhaps for somebody who um, had had a more portfolio life um, or had had the opportunity to step down gradually. Um, I was very conscious that it would be um, a big change. It has been a big change and um, it's good to be able to talk a bit about that. Mm. Fantastic. We'll, we'll get to retirement in just a moment, but William, you're, you're Christian. I, I wondered if you could tell us a little about your, your faith. How, how did you decide that Christianity was true? I'm somebody who's been a Christian uh, a very long time. Um, I was brought up to, to go to church and Sunday school, though um, I did have um, a, a short phase of, of doubt and, and questioning. Uh, just about the time I was going to secondary school, um, and um, in God's grace, um, I came to a very clear personal faith um, in my first year at, uh, at secondary school um, through a, a mission which took place at the church where um, I had uh, been a member and was still singing in the choir. And it was at that point that I, I saw the claim of uh, Christ on my life. Um, and... You know, that's more than 50 years ago now. Um, I presented myself for training um, as a lay reader in the Church of England uh, very early on. And um, so I've been preaching and helping with uh, various aspects of ministry for, for more than 40 years. Uh, I've always been a key musician and played the organ in, in church. Um, so, so 
it's been very much part of my life. And mm. one of the one of the uh, satisfactions of the church job was, of course, uh, bringing together professional skills with serving uh, one significant part of uh, God's church. And that combination of, of faith and the the rich set of experiences that you described, would you say that before retirement that your your work provided you with your principal sense of mission and identity? I don't think I'd say that about identity. I think, I think for Christians, uh, our identity has to be uh, as servants of Jesus Christ. And that if we... Uh, if we see our identity anywhere else, then then that is that's a dangerous place to be. Whether it's our work, whether it's our family, whether it's our our interests, um, a lot of what you do, a lot of your time is spent uh, at work or indeed at home thinking about work. Um, and of course, a, a certain status comes from having the role y- you do. Um, so it's undoubtedly true that. Um, leaving that um, you know is is a big change Mm. and William what has retirement brought for you knowing you a little I'm assuming it it won't just be a series of holidays what's what's keeping you busy I think the important thing in your pre-retirement phase is to think about what will come Uh, and of course the uh, retirement phase of life will build on what has gone before. There's a saying of D.L. Moody that I'm uh, fond of, which goes, preparations for old age should begin not later than one's teens. A life which is empty of purpose until 65 will not suddenly become filled uh, on retirement. What what I think retirement does uh, provide um, is the opportunity uh, to... Uh, turn your attentions to things and in particular people um, in a way that you uh, haven't had when you had full-time work. Now um, I think in an ideal world uh, and this was an option that wasn't open to me uh, it's very good if you can put in place uh, several things before um, you, uh, you you stop work. Um, that wasn't possible for me. I was working extremely hard and I was doing a role where there wasn't the opportunity of sort of of, of, of downshifting. Yeah. Um, but um, we had done some uh, sensible things. Uh, for example, we had um, decided that we would want to spend more time out of London uh, when we retired. And, and, and so we'd um, got a house down near the coast in Kent and we spent every weekend down there for... Um, three or four years before we retired. And so our our church life uh, was down there. Um, What have I been doing? Um, I've gradually picked up um, various um, chairing roles. I chair a couple of uh, local charities uh, down in Kent. Um, I've recently taken on one uh, very part-time voluntary role for the church nationally. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've also... um, given myself to things which I would have loved to have done in the past, but um, I just didn't have the time and energy to do it. So I now sing uh, regularly uh, every week um, in a London choir, Mm. just sang the B minor mass uh, last night at St John Smith Square, which was a great uh, experience. Um, I've also um, got the chance to spend rather more time with uh, family now. I have two granddaughters, aged five uh, and three. Um, What I would say after two and a half years um, is that 
Um, I don't think retirement, unless you unless you move into a whole series of very demanding things straight off, it is a period of uh, change um, and challenge. Uh, just as actually being in work is. I mean, you know, it's not that you've you, you've retired and that's it. It's a continuing journey, mm. and you know, if you ask me that question in two or three years' time, you know, I may give you I may give a, a different answer. Have you? enjoyed more these last two and a half years where perhaps you've been more able to choose your activities or would you trade your current life for your previous one? I think it's very important all through life uh, not to uh, look back uh, in a regretful way. I mean, I enjoyed my years at university. I enjoyed my years at school, but I wouldn't want to go back to them. Mm. Um, and I enjoyed um, pretty much all of the jobs I did. One of the advantages of being in the civil service for 27 years, which you could regard as one job, was that actually I did a large number of different jobs in that period. Um, and I counted myself very fortunate to um, have done them. Uh, but I wouldn't want to go back to them. And how would you say your faith has evolved through your working life into retirement, William? I think it's a, I think it's a challenge at all stages of life to integrate our faith with um, with what we do. I mean, one of the privileges of working for the Church of England was that professionally I was working for something in which I believed passionately. Um, in government, of course, it was a little bit different because you were there to serve whichever ministers happened to be in power. Sometimes you agreed with them, sometimes you didn't. Um, but nevertheless, there was, a, there was a strong sense of vocation and awareness that you were trying to serve the public good. Um, I think in, in retirement, um, y- you have that much more choice over how you spend your time. Mm. Um, and I do think that um, the thing that comes home to you even more clearly than, your work, than when you're working um, is the importance of relationship. I mean, obviously, relationship with God, uh, but the opportunity to nurture and sustain relationships uh, with people. Uh, you know, there is opportunity to spend more time with people um that may seem paradoxical because when you're working in a big office obviously you're relating to lots of people to get to get things done but but it's more transactional yeah i think i think in retirement you know the quality of the relationship um with others um, is is hugely important and and seeking seeking to serve them for jesus christ and and also to be uh, to be served by them. And do you think the quality of those relationships is improved by not having the transactional elements of work? It can be, um, though, uh, I mean, I, I, don't want to, I don't want to knock work. Um, there, is, there is a sharpness to um, having tasks to do, um, money to earn, um, challenges to meet, deadlines to, uh, to hit. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I, think that, I think that the thing about retirement is it is a phase in life. I mean, just as, just as childhood or being a student is a phase. Uh, there are some people who, who, who never retire. Um, and I, I think retirement for some people has become, become a bit of a dirty word. That mm. was partly because until only a decade or so ago, retirement was something that was imposed. You know, you reached a certain age um, and you had to stop. 
my expectation was when I got to 60, that was it. Mm. You know? uh, now, of course, the law changed in, in um, 2006, I think it was, um, and it's quite difficult to have retirement ages now. So it is much more, um, it is much more of a choice for, 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 uh, for people. Um, I, th I think that's been a good development. I think certainly in my case, having the ability to, uh, to decide what was right means that, means that you own that and go with it. But as I, as I said earlier, um, I, I was in a fortunate position. Not everybody does have that mm. choice, and some people, are, of course, are in are in walks of life where, where it's quite hard to uh, it's quite hard to keep going. Um, you're obviously conscious um, in retirement. Uh, it brings home to you that. Um, you know, you don't have quite the energy that you had, you know, 30 years ago. I mean, d dealing with grandchildren is great fun, but you do feel fairly exhausted at the end of it. In a way, I nice don't... to be able to give them back. <laughs> in a way that I don't remember feeling exhausted when my own sons were, were small. You, you just took it in your stride, you know, when you were in your 30s. It seems that a lot of people tend to associate ageing and retirement as a period when people generally become more certain about the things they believe during their life rather than it being a period of, of epiphany. I, I wondered, reflecting on your life broadly, have you changed your mind about anything since you retired? I don't think I have fundamentally. Um, I do remember a, a bishop uh, many years ago, um, when I was much, much younger, um, saying something along the lines of, um, the older I get, uh, the less and less I believe more and more passionately. And at the time, I thought that was a pretty dreadful thing to say, a, a bishop to imply that, 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 that some elements of his faith um, had disappeared. And I still don't, I still wouldn't want to identify with that. Um, but but the, there is one part of it I think I have come to appreciate, and that is your sense of perspective, mm. I think, uh, improves uh, with time. There are some things that you um, perhaps thought about quite um, vigorously when you're younger, perhaps because when you're younger you've got more um, uh, combativeness, so you, you want to win mm. arguments. Um, and I think as you, uh, as you get older, um, you do probably focus more on, on the essentials. Um, Could you give us an example, something perhaps that either matters less now or something you've got a different perspective on? Well, to take, to take a very simple issue, um, you know, churchmanship, uh, and styles of worship um, is something that, um, uh, when you're younger, you, you can be tempted to think isn't just a matter of um, temperament. It's almost a matter of truth that you, you know, you, depending on depending on your conviction, you know, that you should do things relatively simply and that, uh, or, or do things relatively elaborately, um, and that the word's more important than the sacrament, or vice versa. Um, I think as you as you get older, I mean, you, you you're just more conscious that um, you know God is a big God, and He reveals Himself. Um, he reveals He revealed Himself in Jesus Christ, and there's no sort of um, uh, no variation or change in that. But nevertheless, we are uh, as, as human beings uh, have got um, hugely different uh, temperaments and instincts, and um, and also we live in different contexts and cultures. Uh, and so a lot of that, you know, really doesn't doesn't matter too much. Do, do you think in retirement your sympathy for uh, the old increases and uh, perhaps your distance from the passions of the young uh, 
grows greater or uh, would you just uh, censor a mellowness about so many of the passions of whichever generation happens to hold? I think there's a great trap there which you have to be aware of. Um, and if I've got a sadness, it's that I think many churches find it very difficult these days um, to um, uh, have the full sweep of generations and, mm. and to have that richness and depth that comes from having um, everybody from the very young through to the, to the very old. Um, I think it's true of everybody, but I think it's particularly true for Christians that, that, that you do need um, that, that stimulation um, from your children's generation, your grandchildren's generation. I mean, otherwise, um, you know, you can get out of touch. And if the world's changed hugely since I was born in 1953, um, I mean, that speed of change is certainly not uh, not getting slower. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd love to ask about uh, the, the purpose around retirement there. There seem to be so many models for retirement. Uh, while financial security is not guaranteed, some people need to continue to work. For many, as you've described, there is an increased sense of freedom uh, to do as we will. How have you found the, the point of retirement? I think my generation um, has been favoured in many ways. I'm the generation uh, that didn't fight in world wars. My father fought in the Second World War, my grandfather in the, in the First World War. Um, you know, we're the generation who first went to university in large numbers, and it was free. Um, we're the generation who went into the job market, and there was still an expectation that, that, that job, you know, the job you went into would, would be available for you um, as you got older. And we are the generation that um, still had pretty generous pension arrangements. Um, indeed, Don't too, need to rub it in. Too, <laughs> too, too generous, in fact, um, given the improvements in life expectancy. Um, so, so we are uh, we are fortunate. I think it, it will be it will be different. Um, uh, you know, in, in forty, fifty years' time, though, though perhaps in ways that are, that are hard that are hard to predict at the moment. Um, I, th I think you, you have to be a bit careful not to talk of retirement as if it's a single thing. Mm. I, I don't just mean a single thing for, for, for everybody because clearly people's circumstances are very different. But retirement is itself uh, made up of two or perhaps three phases, uh, typically. Um, just as you know, the earlier part of life has, has had many phases to mm. it. Um, I mean, in, in the first phase of retirement, which I'm still in, um, when fortunately I'm still, you know, fit and um, you know we're financially secure. Um, you know, th th there are still a lot of options. There's still quite a bit of choice around. Mm. Indeed, perhaps one of the challenges of retirement is that um, you, you've got more choices when you're at work. I mean, you have decisions to make within within the framework of your job, but but the big choices aren't sort of available you've you, you've bought into work and you've probably got lots of uh, home commitments as well um so you have quite a lot of choices um that observing others who, who are older than us i mean that 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 changes a bit mm. um you know you, you you start to want to travel less um you know you, you keeping things going takes rather more effort and then of course for some uh, I, my mother-in-law is still alive at the age of 98 um, and she's been in a residential home for the last four years because she uh, became too too frail to look after her herself at home any longer. Uh, the, 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 there is that 
uh, challenge. Mm. So, so, so retirement's a quite a quite a broad, uh, quite a broad thing. And, uh, and I think for the for, for the Christian, um, th there is that um, th th there is that challenge of seeking to make good choices uh, under God. Um, you know, it, it, it's the choices we make that are. Uh, that, that are important, um, and 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 they, they come thick and fast in retirement. And um, would you say those choices should be surrounded by an ethic of service, as they might during working life, or is retirement legitimately an opportunity for enjoyment, a sense of you've done your bit? There's a phrase I use with my wife Barbara um, quite a bit, um, which is that we need to be aware of lotus eating. You remember the, the lotus <laughs> eaters from the, the tale, uh, tale of Odysseus. Um, God's given us lots of good things, and retirement does you, does give you a bit of time and space um, to enjoy some things you just didn't have the time for mm. um, beforehand. I mean, I, I bought the complete box set um, of uh, Bach cantatas recorded by John Elliot Gardner, and it's been a great delight to be able to listen to them. Um, I, I, I listen to the you know one a week going through the churches here, um, and that's that's terrific. Um, so, so, so of course you can you can enjoy things, and you can do a bit more travelling if you're that way. Um, if you're that way inclined, um, certainly you can get your head into uh, books. I just read a terrific book uh, called Gladstone, God and Politics, and it was really very good. And I just wouldn't, it would have taken me a long time to read it um, when I was, uh, by, if it had been by my bedside when I was, when I was working. Um, so, so, so yes, things can be enjoyed, but our life needs to continue to be a life of service. And moving through retirement, those phases that you spoke of earlier, uh, I, uh, you know, St. Paul speaks of, of fighting the good fight and finishing the race. What does finishing the race well look like today for Christians who are retiring? Well, I think the picture of, uh, of the Christian life as a journey uh, is a very good one. We know what the destination is. You know, we're promised um, eternal life. Eternal life has begun here and now. Um, we don't know, um, any of us, how long uh, we have got. Um, and we've got to make use of the time while we've, while we've got it. What I have observed um, in, in early retirement is that, of course, as people move further on and perhaps become frailer, um, they need to have that humility to receive mm. um, that uh, can come quite difficult when mm. you've, um, you've been used to... Independence. When you've been used to independence, when you've been used to having positions of responsibility. That, that can be challenging. Um, but, of course, if we've reach to the heart of the Christian faith, which is it is all about grace and receiving, um, it shouldn't be so shocking to us when we actually have to receive, you know, an awful lot more just to be able to sustain the, the daily routines of life. And while it isn't something that we'd like to talk about that much in, in retirement, we're all, alas, slightly closer to the likelihood of death, do you have a fading sense of immortality that I certainly used to have in, in my youth? Or do you have a strengthening sense of immortality and anticipation for the world to come? Well, when we bought um, 
our house down um, near the coast in Kent uh, seven years ago, we um, found ourselves with a view out to the churchyard where we, we face opposite the 12th century church. And that, that is quite a healthy uh, perspective to have because you look out and, and there there is the churchyard. And indeed, it's an open churchyard. And I can remember very vividly in the first month there uh, being in church one Sunday um, next to somebody we started to get to know um, and the next week he dropped dead in Canterbury and uh, and the following week there he you know he, he was buried in in that churchyard um, and I think you know that that that, that constant reminder that, that that our life is finite is a very healthy one mm. previous generations had it and there is a sort of modern the modern cult of health and fitness um, it's very good to be healthy and try and stay fit, but um, you know the, 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 there is a, a, a reality that, that that is is there for all of us. You know, we will one day uh, die. Silicon Valley at the moment appears to have uh, a strong enthusiasm for the prospect of living forever. Is that a a, a prospect that is anathema to you in in retirement? It seems to me that. Um, uh, mortality is just built into the human condition and there is something uh, rather pathetic and um, escapist about hoping that that may um, that, that may go away and we are promised eternal life uh, but it's eternal life um, in eternity it's not in time it's not in space it's being in the greater presence of God and uh, that's uh, that's the yearning within us that um, you know can be met through faith in Jesus Christ. So, William, any final reflections on retirement and faith? I think that I think the important thing is to um, see retirement as just one further stage uh, on a journey. Um, it, it's a time for continuing to walk with God. Um, if you've walked with God thus far. And of course, for some, it can be the time when they discover God's mercy for the first time. It's never too late. Sir William Fittle, thank you very much. Thank you.